Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different. We're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one. And we're interested in new ways to create within ourselves, with others, and with our world. We've noticed we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding. We're letting go of old ways of thinking and beliefs that do not serve us anymore. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter waves to surf. So grab your boards. My special guest star today is Shirley Sienna Coventry, coming from Melbourne, Australia. Shirley is promoting a film called Time is Art, which we'll talk more about. And in today's show, we'll weave her experiences with the dream spell, the Mayan calendar, Jose Arguelles, mediumship, numerology, and more. You can find out more about Shirley at ShirleySienna.com, and she's available for readings on Skype and email. So let's get to it. I wanted to say hello to Shirley and ask her, how did you get mixed up with all these uh, folks in this sort of spiritual metaphysical world that's a good question hi christy thanks for having me it's nice to finally meet you sort of in person over skype yeah <laughs> how did i get mixed up i don't know the thing i always uh find and I, I tell people is i don't go out looking i don't go out and say oh wow that looks interesting and get into it somehow spirit arranges things so they drop me into the center of things and i have no choice <laughs> It just happens and evolves. As far as spiritualism and any understanding there, I was born uh, into a family that was already quite aware of that. My mother, my grandmother was a spiritualist. You know, she sat in a, like we call a circle, a class, you know, a seance, that sort of thing, for over 55 years. And uh, she lived till 96. She's only been gone about five or six years. And she... Um, it was common in the household, you know, I knew about silver birch, as we just discussed before when we were chatting, about white eagle. Um, it was no surprise to me that, you know, the things that would happen or the little twinkling lights in the house or what I saw as a child, which I had very, very clear vision. And uh, it's like the walls would disappear. I'd lie in my room, the walls would disappear and I could see into the other dimensions and they knew I could see and they'd sort of wave at me. <laughs> um, so I never had to sort of have anything that made me say, oh my God, maybe there's something else or is this real? Because I already knew it was. So from there, I was, I believe that like I was able to develop and I was meditating at 19 I was into yeah. Yogananda, you know, Paramahansa, um, I just, you know, Louise Hay, all the things that so many people are sort of getting into over every decade, I've already sort of done and I revisit and I redo and I see more in it. So it's enhanced my journey. I didn't have to have an, uh, an epiphany, epiphany <laughs> like many people do. Some people have a lot of tragedies that may happen, you know, things that push them into looking is there life after death? Is there more? I didn't have that. I already knew it was there. And that caused a lot of fear because I knew that I was seeing people and yeah. spirit and things. So I also had to get over that. And I used to scare myself. I used to read my grandmother's old books with all the mediums in with the ectoplasm and everything coming out. So and I was only little. <laughs> I used to scare myself silly, but I adored it and loved it and I couldn't stay away from it. So 
I it's just my yeah. what I was meant to do, what I am. It's just it, it evolves. It's my life. I'd love to ask you about physical mediumship. It seems oh, yeah. like a lot of folks these days are interested in the floor show of speaking to folks on the other side, and, and that yeah. can be very uplifting and yes. uh, a new experience uh, for someone new to mediumship, which is great. But there's something that was sort of started with physical mediumship that I, I think is still something that could develop in the future. I think our human capacity for kind of what happens with our bodies and stuff seems to be evolving, and so it seems yeah. like wow, where's the physical mediumship now? Like in reading different stories of, gosh, so many different mediums that I've read now, I, I can't, they're all like leaving my brain. I um, yeah. Ask uh, them to come into the room. <laughs> exactly. No, come back, come back. We're talking about you. This idea of ectoplasma or these sort of spiritual um, manifestations of, of like full form sort of figures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It seems like that should be happening a lot more. I, over here, it is. There's, um, I believe there's been a, a, a huge uh, interest taken up in that again because um, a lot of I'm in Melbourne and uh, through Melbourne, Sydney especially, uh, a lot of the spiritual churches and groups and people have reconnected um, with a lot of the English mediums who still very much study that and work that and do that. And there's been a lot of them coming over here to give demonstrations. So we've been having a fair bit of physical medium demo and, and understanding and interest going on here. You know, I, I work as a, a, a medium, but I work as a, I, I do trance, I do channeling, and I teach that in my classes so that people can feel the energy of living of spirit because we're all living spirits so those pass yeah. the other side um, lots of people are doing things you know there's the cabinet where the medium would sit in the cabinet and things and <laughs> all so that. silly now yeah I know it, and look a lot of things I believe were in the old days people weren't allowed to perhaps be as open in expressing and taking an interest in things. As you know, mediumship was banned. It was against the law. You yeah. know, they used to do police raids, didn't they? Um, but there always had to be so much more physical evidence so people would believe through seeing. In this day and age, I believe that we're, we're so open, we sort of can understand and feel it ourselves and we're freer. We're not, we're not, uh, you know, there's, yeah. we're not scorned, it's not scorned upon. And, and now really, if you're, if you're a disbeliever, a skeptic, people are growing away from that and wanting to believe and wanting to have proof and evidence. We need evidence of survival always that spirit yeah. is living on the other side, but we don't perhaps need that other stuff so much, but there is a big interest in it. Yeah. And a port, which when spirit moves matter, from one place and and, and uh, makes it appear in another place you know that happens so yeah. there's lots of things going on and then you've got Gordon Higginson you know who uh, ran um, the big Stanford college over there you know I asked yeah. him to help me when I'm working my mediumship I asked him to work with me and help me and he was a, a, a deep trance he would go into a trance to do his mediumship as well and they would he would be you know, speak from the spirit. And he would give the messages not through normal mediumship, but also through the trans mediumship, where the spirit of the past loved one would really overshadow him and, and, and speak. So all these old mediums would do a lot of that, and people would basically 
they would dematerialize and the spirit form over them transfiguration you know people were seeing their loved ones and so that's I've, that's being revisited now that's happening a lot more I think we're going back but not because we need that to believe but because we're discovering and rediscovering it and looking at the whole bigger picture yeah yeah, yeah. so there is lots going on over here in Australia with that as well so um, I'd love to uh, talk a little bit more about spirit and synchronicity and uh, oh, yeah. you're working on this uh, promoting this new film that's coming out Time is art. Yeah, well, it was a synchronicity that I got into it. But my, I've called myself a synchronist for years and years and years. So discovering this and having it all evolve is, is part of the synchronistic journey. You know, when we are having synchronicities and signs, that shows that we're on track, that we're following our path, that we're open and we're realising. And of course, people have them all the time. People say, oh, what does this mean? I'm getting all these numbers. These things keep happening. At first, it's really just to awaken you so that you take notice. But then as you're taking notice and it goes further, there should be some meaning. And it, you know, otherwise, you can go round and round and round in circles, which people do. There's always hindsight. You know, although we're, we're psychic and we're mediums and we, we're looking into the future and, and doing all that, there's always it's the power of hindsight that tells us and confirms everything for us. So this movie, Time is Art, is the story of synchronicity, which Carl, Carl Jung termed the phrase in uh, 1952, the same year that they opened the, the uh, tomb of Pakal Votan, the time traveller and Mayan king, and absolute pure synchronicity is all in that story. So Time is Art is about a journey. It's, about, it's a documentary. It's based on one woman's journey. Her name is Jennifer. And from her feeling and her knowing that something caused an incident, an event that really made her realise that she was being urged or told and had to do something, the feeling in her was so strong and when she did she went to her back to the hospital and her aunt passed over and what happened in the room there got her to thinking about all the other things that she'd been experiencing in the years before. Hindsight, she thought, oh my goodness, have I been given messages? Have I been ignoring all these things? What are are these meanings what are the meanings to these things that was happening and so she went on a journey of exploration and they made a documentary and they interviewed many people like as I said uh, Rupert Sheldrake Daniel Pinchbeck um, you know people into quantum physics and and um, telepathy and earth and nature and everything that's out there it's an amazing movie so synchronistically it was made I've been having my journey um, a specific journey since 2012 that had altered somewhat as I discovered more about the dream spell and the works of Jose Argaeus and so were the makers of the film in America and I'm here in Melbourne and so we've connected up um, through some synchronistic power of spirit <laughs> and uh, I said yeah okay let's show it here so I am so uh, I've, I've um, one of my great friends and also mediums that I work with, Anthony Kilner, we've made a little business called uh, Soul Symmetry and we've hired a theatre, Soul Symmetry International, and we've hired a theatre and we're presenting it on February the 12th, so anybody in Melbourne, and we'd like to take it, you know, to other places as well, hopefully Katie will be able to get it out there into cinemas or wherever, but it's opened already in New York and uh, Miami's in January over there, and San Fran, and they opened in Guatemala, 
and uh, the UK and Holland. So I'm hoping that it'll go through Australia because it's for everybody to watch. It's just when you have those things, you think, oh, is that a coincidence? But of course, the word coincidence is to coincide. It's something that is real. It's not an accident and it's not random. So it is a very interesting film for anybody, whether you're a skeptic, whether you're a believer, whether you're someone that hasn't got a clue and just wants to know more. It's really uh, amazing. And time is up because we are creations. We are living creations. You know, we're sacred geometry. We're number. We're form. We're energy. So, it's, as they say, and as Argeus said, you know, as Argeus, let's go with time is art rather than time is money. Get out of that materialistic, industrial uh, <laughs> war zone and let's get yeah. back to nature and peace and ourselves and finding that within ourselves first. And then I believe that we can have peace on earth. So, if you watch this film, it's a big opener to everyone. Mm. Uh sounds great it is it's, it's amazing it really is I loved it and not just because I'm already into it I believe it's there for people to that really don't know very much at all and just want to have a look and you know it, it's not saying oh you have to do this or believe this or think this or take this on board just take what you want out of it and it's to assist and help you along the way with your own journey yeah I think that's what's been kind of coming up for me lately is just how different all of our journeys are and I think there's been a lot of judgment about each other's journeys and what they're doing whether it's religion belief journey every day what everybody yeah, should yeah. be doing I feel that we all have our own reality and our own truths and that what's right for us and we should be able to changing our mind as our journey unfolds and we grow and we understand more and we live lives and have experiences you know normal everyday life we're here on the earth plane to experience that and it's such a dense and heavy heavy plane that you know when these things happen these little signposts and things happen and our truth we should look within and, and feel it for ourselves and take on maybe what we read or what we see or someone else's truth and we don't have to agree with it we could agree to disagree and then at some point sometimes you go oh wow actually what that person said what I read or what that thing was that I didn't go with then now it makes more sense I might use a bit of that and feel a bit of that myself and see where it takes me it's us as we change and grow as humans nothing stays the same and we're just on this huge journey to somewhere but it's the journey as they say that counts isn't it so it's the discovery the understanding going with your truth comes into your heart and to your integrity if you feel it's right trust it always trust yourself first even if wrong or right that doesn't matter that doesn't exist it's just what you're experiencing and feeling in the moment but coming from the heart so that you don't do harm to another and you can't punish another for their belief see this is all that problem that's got out of hand isn't it in every way and we do judge you know so we probably need to look within yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know don't cast don't throw stones uh, at others when we learn that it's okay to feel think believe discover be educated in share you know take take a journey that feels right for you and we all should be able to do that in any way we choose as long as it's not hurting anybody else and it assists us on our journey how many realities how many dimensions how many truths are there you know are we just dreaming the dream are we what is the illusion you know the hologram all of it who knows yeah I wanted to ask a little bit more about um, time and 
the Mayan mm-hmm. calendar and yes. Jose Arguelles and oh, yes. what has been your experience with that? Well, I, I knew about Jose Arguelles and his work. Um, I knew about the harmonic convergence, and but I wasn't into the dream spell as such, which is what his uh, work is, is called. And of course, his foundation, the foundation for the law of time, you know, anybody can look into that and there is a plethora of information. His partner and protege, um, Stephanie South, known as Red Queen, uh, lives over in the US and travels around the world sharing and teaching and uh, she keeps that energy going that's a huge dedication to spirit she's got because an amazing life and she has to be really focused but um, I guess himself well he passed he passed over here actually just out of Melbourne in Australia in 2011 on the 23rd of March he had he and Stephanie had been writing the uh, books of the history chronicles and um, he died and she finished that last one herself they were going to be here for 2112. He knew he had to be in Australia. But uh, after he passed, she saw four ships, starships mm-hmm. overhead at the property. They were, where they were was this beautiful property. Um, it's two hours out of Melbourne and uh, it's beautiful country, beautiful bush. It's very sacred land, a lot of sacred land around, Aboriginal sacred land, the dreaming. And uh, she knew that she was supposed to leave and go to Palenque as invited by the Mayan uh, yeah. uh, for the 2112 celebration because that was the end of a calendar, the end of a 26,000 year cycle in time. And they wanted to honour, you know, posthumously uh, Jose's work. So she went uh, to do that. And I met her in Byron Bay uh, through synchronicity divine order spirit what have you but we connected we were both there she was there to do some interviews i was there on a crystal skull uh what i thought was just to be a little crystal skull trip and gathering (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know so uh we connected and i gifted her a skull which she took with her and um, she took jose's ashes and uh went to palenque and we we that was the end of that cycle and since then so much has happened for so many people because we're now come the july the mayan calendar or remember this is the dream spell so this is all the prophecies and the the decoding that jose did to bring it into something that we can all work under so it doesn't matter what religion what creed anything about what you believe or know or feel or do in your daily life everybody can work with this calendar because he was very much into islam he was very much into buddhism he was very much into everything and went deep deep into everything his journey of putting all this together was over 50 years you know from his epiphany when he was 14 um his father took him and his twin brother his twin to i think it was the pyramid the pyramid of the sun oh yeah I think it was that one. And uh, he, he knew, he just felt then that something, he was only 14 years old and he felt that there was something, he could feel this energy. So by the time he, you know, his journey started to unfold as a young adult and, and right through when he was 72 when he passed, it was all about bringing people into their peace and their place and their purpose and realising that 1260 time that we have, you know, 12 months and how many days we can't ever remember and running on this 24 hours, 60, you know, um, 60 seconds is a minute, it's all out of whack. So that's why the earth is out of balance and actually we run in 13 moons of equal of 28 days or kin in each moon. And this is all taken from the, the Mayan calendar, the Zolkan, which is the 260-day grid. And every person on the planet is one of 260 kin. And, of course, a kin day 
means that we're all connected as family because kin is the word for family and connection. So 260 kin and that runs on that time. And we still have our year, we still have our 365 day year, that's one big cog of time. And the 260 day Zolk and the spin turns and they turn as two cogs of time. And by going with the Zolkan, the dream spell, the calendar for the human and of the human, it's based on 20 signatures, 20 kin, 20 seals. And that we have 20, 10 fingers and 10 toes. So there's our 20. And 13 tones. And we have the two ankles, knees, the hips, yep. the elbows, wrists, shoulders and the neck bone. And there's our 13 tones. It's about us and it's for us. So it's to bring you into time and energy with yourself. And by going with 13 moons of 28 days, that's the sacred feminine cycle of 28. And by going back into there, we bring things back into balance. The feminine comes back into balance. People come back into balance. Time is art. We are living creation. It's all about that. Out of the industrial, out of the war zone, out of the judgment and out of everything. Bringing it back to us. And that's what it's all about. So he discovered the law of time. He decoded the messages and prophecies and, and took information from so many people that had worked for many, many years to bring it out he, into this, the mediumship, you know, to the work yeah. of Blavatsky, Blavatsky, Helena Blavatsky, um, the Buddhism, as I said, the Islam, everything's in it. It's there for all of us. There's no, nobody that can't align with it in some way. It's, it's non-judgmental. And it's just for peace and for people. So that's the beauty of it. For art, for creation, for us. For finding your purpose, discovering who you are and being a planet of uh, interconnected kin. And still having our daily lives. And, and living, you know, fulfilling uh, lives. And everybody on earth should be able to have a fulfilling life. There should be no war. There should be no starvation. It should be a balanced world. So... The work of Gaius was to bring peace and everybody back into their place and purpose so that it can be an evenly balanced and harmonic world yeah. for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could go back on for that. I could go on like that for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's infinite. As his, his information is infinite. There's nothing he hasn't covered. And when I'm, you know, I get a bit into conspiracy theory and I, I go everywhere. Um, you know, I look at everything. And... And I think, oh, what would Jose say? And I just go and get a book and I open one of his books and he leads me to something every time. I, I consider him a mentor in spirit. And as I've said, I work as a medium. He has given me absolute proof. When I got back from Byron Bay from meeting Stephanie and before I went to connect with her here at just out of Melbourne, before she left, I brought back a book with me from Byron and it was called World Bridge and it was by um, Jennifer and Jeeva Carter. And uh, I had no idea, it was their journey of sacred geometry and they do all the beautiful, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And they had a shop called The Template in Byron. And uh, I brought it back and I thought I was reading about Juliet and Jeeva Carter, that's right, reading their journey of, of discovery. But as I was sitting in my room, and this was about a week, two weeks before I went to connect with Stephanie out of Melbourne, I was just reading the book about halfway through it say and all of a sudden I can only tell you that in my mind's eye and in the actual room almost coming into form I felt the spirit of Jose Argaez and I went oh okay and he said to me 
you will read my name in that book in three pages. And so I quickly read one page, two page, and on the th that third page, I think it's about a page 165, I think, it said, and we were then led to read The Mayan Factor by Jose Argaeus. And that's when I said to him, okay, you've got me. <laughs> I need evidence of survival and proof from spirit. And there was nothing in that book up till then. I had no idea that there was anything about him or his work or anything in it. And there it was. And so since 2012, I, I leapt into the dream spell. Um, I've been connected with Stephanie and many amazing people. I went to Mount Shasta in 13, Mount Shasta in California in 2013 for the Galactic Archetype Retreat. I... To me, it's the been the culmination of all the synchronicities and all the information and everything that is in my life that I've looked into since I was like a primary school age child. As I said, I always knew, so it just unfolded more. And it's all been for this and for whatever is to come. Because we are in that July 2013, we entered a brand new cycle of time. We are now in a new 26,000 year cycle of history and we are writing it as we go. This is brand new. We should, so we should be letting go of the old yeah. and coming in with the new. And this is the whole point. We are in a new calendar. We are in a new time. And it's to discover and bring peace. And did you know that this year, in the dream spell, each year, what we, we might call it 2015, but it has a year bearer and a kin. And we're actually in, um, been in 214, which is planetary, white planetary wizard. And that is John Lennon's kin. So we should be giving peace a chance and just imagining, you know. <laughs> so that it's it, it's every it's either wizard, moon, seed, or storm. Next year, 2016 July, we go into spectral storm, and that's kin 219. And of course, speaking in numbers, it'll be 2016 is a nine year. So it's a year of completion and and where we really have to open to the power and be aware and. Uh, let things clear out, let go of the old, ready in 2017 to get into the new. Everything works together. And the dream spell is so huge with number and spirit and meaning and synchronicity. It holds everything in it. So whether you've got right deeply into it or whether you just uh, dabble and know who you are, who your kin is, it doesn't matter. It's a consciousness that opens something in you and it leads to other things. So whatever everybody's destiny is or their interests are whatever they like to look into it just helps us along the road along that journey to discover your place and your purpose and open you up to basically whatever you like no judgment yeah it does seem like we're in this new phase of creation totally 100% and uh, 2015 we've been in like a year of healing we need it's all happening to bring us together to stop judging you know, it's been an eight with infinite possibility. 2015 is eight. Healing, possibility, tying up loose ends, bringing things together, being in the flow, the infinite and the harmony and the balance. So all the things are provided in this three-dimensional earth plane for us to experience and then to grow in spirit, to get past that, to lift ourselves above it, to lift our vibration in order to, you know, uh, find our soul, find a connect to our greatest spirit, get past that 
that lower density and, and those vibrations that bring out, you know, what we could say is the worst in us, you know, the wanting to harm and hurt and greed and stealing and all the rest of it get past that, the spiritual growth. So those things happen for us to raise our vibe, get with it, what 2016 will bring, that's a nine, as I said. So it is a year of completion and it's also means to release and let go of that which is no longer required. So imagine you've got a lovely shelf with a lot of old stuff on. Only keep, polish up what you do want to keep and get rid of the rest so you've got space for the new. And nine, as you know, is a number holds so much power. You know, you add things to nine and everything come back, comes back to itself because in numerology, nine is the psychic spiritual number that holds, sort of holds all the other numbers in, in itself. Everything is nine. And a spectral storm well storm comes in and clears and if we don't do it ourselves she clears it a bit stronger than if we had swept the floor ourselves first so you know it's all up to us isn't it the realization so it's just one of the things look at different things and see what the meaning is see if there's synchronicity in them see if it's flowing have a little think about what they could mean you know say okay maybe there is something in this what is it in it for me what are the numbers coming at me what are the energies or the modalities or the astrologies or whatever it is maybe I'll have a little look or maybe I'll just look at myself and see how I feel about things and see where it leads me and what I can do to raise my vibration and be healed and healing isn't just about being sick and getting better healing is remembering and reconnecting that we are a spiritual being what do they say having an earth journey having a physical journey <laughs> isn't it yeah I'm starting to think that it might not just be an earth journey well no <laughs> <laughs> it says so you do work with other spiritual entities not just old spiritualists <laughs> that have passed on like yeah. who I, lo I love Gordon Harrison work um, oh yeah I always ask him to I mean look I, I, I mean to a lot of things I, I feel like uh, I get drawn to the stars, to the different planets, to um, different people that pass. They seem to connect with me very easy. I'm a pretty natural open medium and I find I have all this synchronicity and then that person's passed. And they'll show me different things and they'll come in so I can sort of go all over the place. <laughs> There is there is no limitation on who we connect can connect with or how we can connect. Like, um, I've had a lot of synchronicity about Steve Jobs this year and then I realised that my kin for the year was his same kin as him, 162. And he's been in my face. It's everywhere. Before he passed over back in, see, 2011, I think he passed again. A lot of... A lot of a lot of people with a lot of strong energy and well-known around the planet for different things have all been passing over in a what could be seen as a short space of time, really. These powerful people in, in many different medias. So, you know, he's been in my face, and I just have to trust myself that he's been giving me information and synchronicity and, and, and signs from spirit. I didn't look for it. It comes to me. And I think that's the thing. If it's coming to you and showing yourself, you've got to trust it. And from there, things unfold and you think, oh, am I kidding myself? And then you think, and then they give you something. They give you evidence of survival of spirit, proof of that there's more than just what's around us. And, um, you know, taking us to, to the galaxy, to different planets. I've had a guide with me for many, many years who's always shown himself in the form of a Native American Indian. When he first did that, I thought, oh, everybody's got an Indian, you know. 
everyone they all come and I think is that because we we you know of course such a beautiful nation and the way they lived connected to the earth and the spirit and they honored that and I figured maybe that's why we we see our guides so much like that but I believe it's because that's why the guides use it because we do connect to it and see it like that so it's earth spirit but you know everybody seems to have a Native American and you think oh is it just my imagination but that was how he showed himself to me for many many years and I had to go with it because it was so strong and he also showed me a past life very spontaneously that I had myself as that and then last year or maybe the year before a series of events occurred and that guide showed me his true form which was a very tall blue character from Arcturus and I just have to believe it because I had that much synchronicity again it's the key word isn't it and things come to me that I couldn't ignore it and as I said you don't go looking for it you allow what is right for you to be drawn to you or draw you to it when it comes to you and it's there how much can you ignore you know when it keeps coming you'd be silly so and since then I've had um, some funny little beings that show themselves another being calls himself Galactatron I might, I might sound a bit kooky but it's true <laughs> I have to say it's true it's really happened but when other people around you start picking up and you know if you're sitting in a, a group with um, other people tuning in with mediumship and spiritualist stuff and psychic you know and they start bringing the same evidence for you and presenting it to you and saying I'm feeling this person with you or this being with you and describing the same things that you've never said anything about that is a form of proof and it's been so big because I do command and demand that I have absolute proof and understanding because I do speak on a public forum and I do share with students and I do share a lot so I don't want to just make things up and babble on it has to have been Babylon there you go there's a whole other story <laughs> <laughs> we've had that that's why we're in the mess we're in isn't it but it has to I have to have understanding and back up and feel that it's really really right and and not be able to ignore because of the amount of evidence and signs and and things that develop and unfold in order to share that otherwise I would just be it would be empty words so always use be discerning you know people don't have to believe me they will get their own command your own ask for your own uh, evidence evidence from spirit but then don't ignore it when it comes like when I read, was reading the book and you know I was ready to go and meet Stephanie and connect with her before she left here and we've had a huge journey since then I, I dream of Jose and she dreams of Jose she trusts that he's working through me yeah, there's what a lot of that. You've got, to, you've got to say, okay, they've shown me once, shown me twice, shown me three times. How much more do I keep doubting or do I go with it and let it really unfold? So everybody will have their own if they allow it. I, I do think that's kind of a next step for a lot of folks right now. I do. I do. And I believe that's why the movie's coming out. And I, I believe, I, I feel, I know that this movie is something that could easily assist a lot of people around our whole planet by watching a simple documentary on synchronicity and knowing that maybe there is more it's just a little wake up it's, it's, a, it's a seed oh and uh, there you go in 2013 we stepped into the year of galactic seed after the end of the, the 26,000 years and 2112 we were in a galactic seed year so we've got a bigger picture and it was a seed for things to grow 
and it's been growing since then. So amazing. So, Shirley, where can folks find you? Tell, tell me about your website again. Uh, com, And I'm on Facebook, Shirley Sienna Coventry. I'm on Facebook. I work, my business is Divining Me. Um, and I'm in Melbourne, Australia. I do, I do Skype. I do person-to-person uh, -person readings and numerology and all different sort of things. I, I feel like I do them easily because I'm supposed to do it and share it and have a wide diversity of things that I can assist people with. So um, I just go with it and it unfolds. It's amazing and it's so exciting. <laughs> I know. And then a little synchronicity pops, jumps in there. Exactly, yeah. You know, how you meet different people, how you know, how we connect. We are that's why we're kin. We're kin. Everybody's kin. We're all one, but we're all here with our individual design and our types, you know. And these things are given to us. Jose Argaeus was kin eleven and he was actually spectral monkey, which is eleven eleven. But it's these monkeys because they're visionary, the energy of monkey is to get rid of illusion, to surpass illusion and see truth freedom and liberation and, and assisting us in that way they're the magician in their higher archetype so I, I sort of do all those things and I've had a little look at them all and and they lead me I allow myself to be led where I need to go so therefore I feel like I can um, assist people in that way so and I love my numbers, love my numerology do my mediumship but everything fits together once you start looking at different things you'll see that there's a pattern and they should all, because it's a huge jigsaw, we're given pieces of. And someone else might be given different pieces because they resonate with those modalities. So these things we're given are the keys, the keys to discovery, because we're here to seek, you know, seek and you shall find. So being open, seeking, putting things together, going with what resonates with you, listening to someone else, maybe you mightn't resonate with what they're doing, but if you put it together, you might get another little piece of the jigsaw coming that you can both work with. You know, yeah. uh, as I said, my friend and I that have made Soul Symmetry, Soul Symmetry International, he's act. all right, I'm Electric Blue Hand, Kim 107. In my Oracle of the Dream spell, he is Kim 211. And that just happens to be the perfect guiding force aligned in my oracle. It is also the kin number of the son, Josh, of Jose Argaeus that passed over. My son, Justin, is kin 11, 11, 11, the same as Jose. He was um, connected to Miguel Angel, who in 2010, who I met, who opened the, the key and understanding and teachings of the mind prophecies at the conference in 101010. 10, 10. They were stuck in a tornado together that came through Phoenix. In the May before that, Miguel had been with Jose at the Tipping Point Conference. It's like I've, I can yeah. see all this string of connections. Everything has been happening and connecting in to come to a pivotal point. And I do feel that I am and that we are, every single person on that planet now, in that pivotal point. Yes, we are. Near completion coming in. We've had opportunity to step up. 2014 was a seven. Step up. 2015 bring in some healing see the infinite possibility 2016 is right now we're going to have a completion get rid of what you don't want because in 2017 you're going to step into the new and the storm will come in it'll be spectral storm which is the 11th tone of the storm and it will clear and cleanse everything and wash away that is not for the highest good of humankind so that's body mind and soul and that's what we've got to get ourselves in line with body mind and soul 
go back to the pure time and art and still have our work and our money and our holidays and our jobs and enjoy ourselves. We're not going back to primitive times. Be present and resonate with our environment because we are the environment and looking at the keys and the modalities and the spirit, how they work with us from the planets, from the ancient ones, from our ancestors, from our visionaries passed over, you know, when people come here and they make a name and they're famous and they're well known, often they'll pass unexpectedly and they leave a wave of compassion and love and, and bring a lot of people together, don't they, from around the planet. Yes. And I believe that they came here just for that and that they are in the spirit world. I find that they do come back and they work. They keep working. They keep doing that profile come through people because they can be recognised and that's why people say oh they don't bring in the plumber or the garbage man or so and so and so but yes we do because they're people's loved ones so we do bring them through but people that have passed and had a big effect on the world when yeah. they get back to spirit they keep working they don't just say well I'm not doing it anymore because we grow in spirit we're there before we come here and then we go back to whatever level dimension incarnation whatever is our own truth for our own soul which connects back to spirit so of course they do come in and they work and that's why I feel so many have passed in a short period since about 2008 9 10 especially 11 and up till now, um, Dolores Cannon went, Dr. Masaru Emoto went, Jose went, Jobs went, a whole lot of them because they have that energy and that's what they, they were here for and I feel like they're very highly developed teachers and guides in spirit. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> so Shirley, thank you so much for surfing the psychic waves today. We're going to surf some more with you uh, yeah. in the coming weeks for sure. Love to. Love to. Yeah. Well, thank you for connecting with me.